Good morning, everyone. How is everyone doing this morning? If you're looking, no, Pastor Ben did not shave and put on about lots of weight over the Christmas holiday. Uh, and so we uh, want to thank you guys for being here on this wonderful day after Christmas morning. Uh, it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. I am humbled and blessed to be able to share with you today. And, uh, you know, God's ways are so much higher than our own. I love that verse over and over again. And I'm always blown away. I'm humbled and amazed that God takes us as we are, um, each one of us, and uses us in different ways. And so God has a use for every one of us to do different things. And so he has, because he has a purpose for us, and he wants to lead us in the ways. But uh, we're going to open up with prayer for a moment, and we can pray for just this time together that we get to share. And so let's, let's go, Lord, in prayer. Dear Lord, we just thank you, God. Father, we thank you for your goodness, God. We thank you as we've come through this Christmas time, God, and we get prepared for a new year. Lord, that you would just be with us, Lord. We know that you go before us and you lead us wherever we go. And so, Father, I pray for this word we share today. Lord, uh, let it not be my words, Lord. Let it be you speaking through me, God. Let us hear what you have to say to us, God, in your word and what it speaks to us, God. Uh, your word is alive and active. And so, Lord, we just pray right now you would touch our hearts, God, and be with us as we prepare for this week that comes ahead. Lord, we love you. We praise you. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. And so welcome also you guys that are joining us online. We are so glad you're with us as well. Whether you're in the room or online, it is going to be a, a fun day. And so uh, Pastor Ben had asked me to talk uh, just last week. We were talking about if I would mind doing that and uh, said, sure, you know, what God lays on my heart. And so uh, I'm excited. So I just share a word with you. Uh, we're only six days from the start of the year. We got five days left in 2021. And so we're going to bring out, I got, you know, five little things we'll talk about in that. And so as we head into 2022, kind of bring something a little familiar to you. Uh, I know me coming from also a business world, aside from here, what I do, me, you know, I'm a sales manager. I work for Bluebell Ice Cream uh, outside of that. But my, my favorite thing is to be able to share and be able to spend time with the kids uh, and do the things, but also with everybody here. We have a great body here at Victory. And so uh, as we head into it, but we begin to think about the new year. And I love a new year because it gives you that, that fresh start. And I would imagine Pastor Ben may be listening to us right now uh, or, or catching this message later on. So Pastor Ben, bear with us. I am the children's pastor. Uh, and so things coming from the spin of someone that ministers to kids with a heart out of it, you may have a little uniqueness, uh, may find that, uh, you know, sometimes if I, I try to get a corny joke, just laugh with me. It's okay. Uh, but... Listen, I want to flashback. Before we start anything, I want to flashback a little bit to November. Uh, we finished out at the movies. I love at the movies as well. And so I just thought it'd be appropriate. I just found something that just kind of fit in to watch a brief clip of a movie that may capture our message for the day. Let's check it out. <laughs> take the wheel! What? I said take the wheel. Oh, we're in it now. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Just keep her straight, I'll handle the rest. Now, charge! Okay, so what's the plan here? We're Americans, we don't plan, we do! Now, hold on! Yeah! 
And so, how many of you plan that way? We don't, we don't plan, we just do. And so everyone, everybody ready? Charge! <laughs> All right, help coming out. Ready? One, two, three. Charge! Yeah. As the light watchman, the guy out there, Larry Daly, he knows he's like, you're sitting there and everything coming in and going, okay, what's the plan here? Uh, and of course, the general says, we're Americans, we don't plan, we do. And at first, think later, works every time, right? But, you know, there are times. There are times when we choose to do that. We may take that, that path. There are times when we got to be more uh, spontaneous. I know I like to kind of plan things out, and sometimes we got to learn to be spontaneous. And so today we're going to go into, we're going to talk about, again, we have five days, five days left of this great year 2021. And I know sometimes we go, ooh, I don't know how great 2021 has been, but it's been one that God has brought us through. And so as we go into 2022, again, noting that God has some great things ahead for us in 2022. And so I picture, I picture as I was thinking about my, my message for the day, I thought about plans. And so picture, picture a movie, a group of, maybe, maybe it's kids gathered around and they got the bully at school. They've got the things I picture kind of, um, the sandlot, you know, they call it like big dog. How do we get our ball over there? And so they're sitting there and they go, what do we do? We could do this. And they begin outlining. Finally, somebody comes up and they go, aha, light bulb. I have a plan, Right. Or maybe, maybe you got one of those movies where they're sitting there and there's this guy they've rallied around. He's the one to trust. He's the faithful leader and everybody falls under him. And, and, and so they're all there. You know, I picture kind of like an Indiana Jones type thing. And they go and figure, okay, you know what to do. And so they stop and they go to him. They stop and go, what's the plan? And so for us, as we get in this new year, we're, we're, we're doing the same thing. What, what is our plan? What is our plan for this year? And so... Going forward, we, we want to go in a direction that God has for us because he has, again, he has great plans for each, each one of us. And so I thought it'd be kind of fun. Uh, as we know, we get into New Year's and this coming weekend, and we begin to think of New Year's resolutions. Anybody make New Year's resolutions on January 1st of 2021? Anybody out here make your resolutions or had some goals going into the year and you go, hmm, kind of a little audience feedback. I'm going to ask you guys a couple questions. What may, okay, what, what are the top 10 New Year's resolutions for, for 2021? Anybody have any thoughts? Shout, shout it out at me. Lose weight. You lose weight. That is number one. Doing exercise, improving. Well, actually, number two. Number two, I gave away number one. Number one is doing more exercise and uh, getting fit. How many others? What others? Ooh. Say it a little louder. Oh, it's all behind me. Well, there you go. Here they are, the top ten. <laughs> and so, any, any, of these, any of these resonate with anybody? Is there, there are those you look at and go, yes, that's been on my list. I can, I can picture about four or five of those that are on my list. And I'll, inevitably, I go back and go, did, it, did I keep any of those? Well, I tried. I tried very hard. But we go into it with a, with a, with a plan, with a resolution to do some things. And so, I actually read a study recently. I was talking about the date, there's a date, there's a drop date when you go, that's it, you're not keeping that resolution. It's February 1st. I was like, 32 days after the new year starts, most people, that's the official date when most people have abandoned the new year's resolution. Matter of fact, it goes anywhere from about the third week of January all the way to the second week of February that most people have already abandoned what they're going to do, what they start the year with. And so I like this quote. It's, it's from a very well-known, oh, wow, well-known uh, person. Mike Tyson, you know, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And so we go in with a lots of plans. We've got a plan. And then boom, 
2021 hits us or the first situation we deal with, something hits us and suddenly we're thrown totally out of whack from what we want to go into. And so we go, we go into there and we begin on this starting point. And so I picture, I picture a new year every year. I love new notebooks. I mean, I, I, I don't know about you guys. If you get a new a notebook through school and you have that, you know, spiral bound and the, the wire starts to pull apart and little fret, frayed edges start to fall apart and you look at it, the cover's barely staying on. And then you start a new school year and you get that brand new notebook. Nothing's written in it. And you get to, oh, it's a fresh page and you get to write in it. I like that because January 1st is like that for, for me. I don't know if it is for you. But it's, it's something we get to begin to start fresh and start new. And we, we could do it at any point. We, we use January 1st as, because it's the beginning of a brand new year we count. But at any point, God gives us that opportunity to start fresh. But here we are, January 1st, starting fresh. And so how many of you have made some plans already? How many of you have gone into this week thinking, I've already got some thoughts on what I'm going to do this year? And so... The Bible, the Bible has lots to say about plans. And there's nothing wrong with making plans. I know as I get a little older, I begin to think about, you know, maybe retirement. Maybe some of you are thinking about retirement or have already going to retire. But we begin to think about what we want to be at. Maybe we're going in thinking about, you know, it's the new year. Where are we going to travel this year? Maybe you're sitting there going, you know, where are we going to have lunch after service is over? Maybe we're planning for that. But we're going to start off with a very familiar verse. And it's one that... We go through year after year, but it points back so clearly what God has. And this is Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. We could probably all recite it word for word. And I'm, the verses will be in New Living Translation, which is what we use in, kid, in our kids' own ministry, Victory uh, ministry, Kids Ministries. But it says this. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. There are plans for good, not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Plans. God has plans for good for you and I. And so before we get anything else on where you and I will plan, I want this big idea to come across to us. And that is this, that God has a plan. God always has a plan. His plan, he has a plan for each of us and it is perfect. God's plan, he is the ultimate planner. God created everything that we see on this earth. He created the heavens and the earth. He created the animals and the fish and the birds. He created you and me. He created the entire universe. And so as I reflect more on God's plans, it seems that this... This other, this other verse, which I kind of pointed to a little earlier, there's another verse that pops into my mind. As I begin to think about what I want to do and how I begin to plan, Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 reminds me that God's ways, his thoughts are higher than any of ours. His, his ways are beyond. It says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. My ways are beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. We have thoughts. We have things that we want to do, but God, God's thoughts, as we begin to realize, man, God, you have a better plan. You have a much better plan than what I might imagine. And so here we are. We're going to dive into Proverbs this morning. And if you have your Bible there with you, feel free to, to join in. The words, verses will be on the screen as well as they are. But Proverbs 16 gives us some very wise words on making plans. And so not our plans but putting them under what God's plans, giving us a few guidelines if we're going to make plans in this world. And so our first one, Proverbs 16, verse 1, says this, we can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the right answer. Our, our plans need to be influenced by the Holy Spirit. Our, our plans need to be uh, his voice. His voice has to guide us. And so our first point of these, of these three things out of this is, is God influences our plans. If we're going to make plans, 
whether we like it or not, sometimes things, as much as we make a plan, it doesn't work out exactly the way that we had it and pictured in our mind. But yet God influences our plans. His voice, God's voice should be the loudest that we hear. And if, if it's not, well, we need to stop and rethink where we are. I mean, I, I'm guilty. Anybody else is guilty? You go, I've got it all planned out, God. Here's what we're going to do. And, and, you know, I hope you're all with it. And God goes, Mm-mm, that's not what I had planned. And so when we listen to God's voice, we let the Holy Spirit guide us, it changes things. Galatians 5.16 says this. It says, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. That means we got to stop following what our sinful self wants to do. Get still, wait. Because God, God has, wait for him to speak to us. I know as we get ready in just a couple more weeks, 21 days of prayer and fasting, it's a great time for us to sit there and go, okay, God, talk to me. Show me. Show me what, what you have for me because I know you have much greater things for me than I do. And it goes, instead of us thinking in our human minds what's right, we go with God. Number two, Proverbs 16, 3. It says, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. You know, as I reflect more on God's, God's plan, God makes things, if I put it in God's hands, it changes the outcome for me. And so our second point of that is this, God establishes the success of our plans. When we put it into God's hand, God will make it bigger than you and I could ever imagine. When we submit our plans to God, because he knows best. And so when we're committed to what God wants first, that's when we truly find success. And number three, Proverbs 16, 9 says this. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. You know, the third point is this. God determines the steps in our plans. And so I wrote, as I was studying this a little bit, there was a few, few uh, quotes that came out as I was just studying different things. And I love these. I, I wrote them down for, for us to, to go through. It says this. Do not hold on to your plans so tightly that he cannot move in your situation. Resonate on that for a minute. I mean, we, we hold on, we go, this is the plan, this is what we're doing, and we go forward. I, 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 was, I was thinking about this this morning. I was like, you know, when we entered 2021, we had a whole lot of things we were going to do in the year. We thought, COVID's over, it's done. And little did we know, it was, you know, kind of reared his head again in little things. And so we suddenly had a change again. We're back to this, we're doing that. And we began to have plans, and so it changed. But yet, we flex, and we, we managed to do the things, and God still worked, but it was in God's timing, not our own. And so we find success when we do that. And so here's another thing, a couple other things I found. One person said, do our goals make room for the unexpected? And do we love God's will more than our own? Ouch. And so we have to remember that our plans, our plans have to follow along with God's purpose for our lives and follow the steps he has for us. Too many times we make plans and we go, you know, this is what I'm going to do. Here's what it is. And we don't ask God. And again, as I say this, I'm, I'm talking to, to, to Paul going, mm-hmm, yeah, God. That's right. I'm sorry. And so one other verse that, that follows along with us, Proverb 19.21 says this, you can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. It's still, regardless of what we decide, what we think we're going to do, it's still what God has. God is still in charge of what things happen. And so we begin, so as we begin to think, think about plans for this new year, take those three things into consideration. Think about Proverbs and where it is. And so I'm asking you a couple questions. Back to, back to, you know, don't really fall asleep on me. Where are our planners? Do I have any planners in the room? Where are my, where are my planners? Raise your hand at me. 
Yeah, I see a few hands. I'm seeing probably teachers or, or event host, event host, maybe your hostesses. Person who's in charge of the family Christmas gathering this this last week? Yeah, a few of y'all going got her things sent out the text. Um, how about project leaders going back to the world, world work world or contractors? Any contractors? All right, kind of who uh, we're talking about vacation. Where is our vacation planners? So yeah, yeah, I'm sitting right here. Yeah, thinking about that already. It's already on the list, right? You got a list lined out. All right. Planners like systems. I, I'm, 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 I like planners because I like systems. You have a pro- program to follow, big on organizing. That's kind of what I fall along with, I guess, a little bit. I like, I like to plan out things. All right, what's next on the list? How about this? How many of you keep a to-do list? You might keep a to-do list. Uh, maybe on the old trusty old cell phone. I mean, I still got the little post-it note that sits down. I get on Friday, get ready for Monday on my, my job outside and begin to think, okay, what do I hope to get going in that week? And how much excitement is it when you're able to check off or scratch through that item on the list? You know what I'm talking about? I mean, you, you enjoy that satisfaction. So you, you're, you're my people. You're the ones. I could relate to that. I could relate to that to-do list. And so to do, when you do that, it's, it's write it down, organize what needs to be done, and prioritize. Prioritize those important things that are going on. And so those of you that did not raise your hand for either one of those, I'm going to go ahead and apologize because I know that the, the, that those of us that fall in this category, we annoy you. And so, but we mean well, all right? But we do. We like to plan. We like to do things. Some of us like to go and say, you know, I've tried to learn a little bit to be a little more spontaneous. Uh, but it is. It's hard sometimes to be spontaneous. And so you want to plan. And so think about this. Think about blueprints. You know, as I think about plans for life, a couple of visuals. Can you imagine if you're, you're having your house built, you have a brand new house built, and so there's no blueprints there. Instead, it's all totally, they're winging it. The, the plumber comes and does his thing. The framer kind of does how he wants to do it. Electrician, just whatever. Can you imagine the mess it would be? How about, how about directions? Uh, anybody pick up, anybody order anything, maybe Amazon, Ikea, and it comes in, and it comes in a box about yay big, and it's going to be a, like a twin bed with a trundle. Am I the only person in the room? Yeah, I, I did that. I put one of those together. You know, 237 pieces in a box. Uh, put part K to part L, join it with, you know, screw number 5032, and use that little bitty wrench they give you, a little hex wrench. It, it's just what it is, right? Or what about our mechanically uh, gifted friends in the room that can pull things apart, and this pulls out here, and they lay it, and you just look at a little pile, and they're able to put it all back together, and your car run again. I always get to the end and go, I wonder where this goes, or you get it out of order. And so we have to have, we have plans, we get plans. And so it leads us back to our question and the, the subject for today. As we start this new year, with six days until the new year, just five days left of 2021, what's the plan? What, what is your plan? Do you have a plan? What, what are we going on? We know we put it under God. We've talked about what God says about it. And so we want to go in with a plan. Like a set of blueprints, and not just hope that we get things put to get together correctly. We don't want to go into 2022 and go, well, I hope it works out. And so looking at our three points, it gives us, reminds us to put God at the center. If we're going to make any plans, we put God at the center of our plans. And, you know, we're created in the image of God. He's given each of us abilities, and planning is, is a part of that. God, God put within us a desire to grow and succeed and to be better and do more with our lives than where we are right now. I know I, I say that, share that a lot of times in, in kids' church, like, you know, none of you want to stay eight years old. 
You want to grow and be able to do more things and have, you know, of course, you get a little older, you go, I wish I was eight, year old, eight years old again. But we want to grow and we want to get more for what God has for us. And so a couple words, a couple words that kind of, as I went into this, this, I guess the last couple weeks, there's a couple words that stood out to me. Again, I thought as I, I always thought as I got older and kids grew up that maybe, you know, maybe for you, maybe it's for you that are parents, maybe it's like if the kids just get out of diapers or once they're able to talk or maybe they're able to bathe themselves or, or maybe, uh, maybe once they're driving, Lord help us there. Maybe it's when they graduate preschool or middle school or high school. And so you think when everything like get past this point, things are going to settle down for me. And I thought, Lori and I both have said the same thing. I thought the same thing. It's once things settle down, once I'm finally at this age, things will slow down. But I've noticed my schedule has not slowed down. It's just as busy. I've just simply replaced football practices and homework with other things that have taken that time. And so it becomes down to a point where we begin to prioritize. It has been a busy season. I know for all of us as we, we face different things. And so we face the same amount of time no matter what it is. We all have the same amount of time. Nobody, we don't suddenly go, oh, we don't have kids, so you got more time than I do. You, you got, you know, you, you added an extra couple hours. We all have the same amount of time, and yet we all spend it just as well. And so Ephesians 5, 16 reminds us that, that we ought to make the most of our days because the days are evil. And so I was talking out in the foyer, and a couple of words that came out. The first word that I had was the word, as I go into 2022, I want to be deliberate. I want, to, I want it to be going forward. And so I, I, not only that, I got another word as I was talking to someone out in the foyer was that intentional. And so these two words, deliberate and intentional. For us to be deliberate, Webster's defines it as characterized by or resulting from careful and thorough consideration. And so I'm going into 2020, I want to think about it carefully. I want to think about where I want to be. I want to be deliberate with what I'm going to use my time for. The second word, intentional. Intentional is much the same, and it's, it's defined as being done by intention or design. And having an intention will be something that you plan to do or achieve, an aim or a purpose. And so we want to. We, we, don't, we don't want to go blindly into the year and go, okay, we're just going to hope things, everything works out. We want to go in with a thought. And so being deliberate, being intentional, and having an aim and a purpose for what you want to do. And so what I want to bring, I want to, five, I want to bring up five areas. We have five days left of this year. And these five, I'm going to give you five, but maybe you have five that you want to go to. But I would challenge you. I would challenge you as you go in these last five days of this year to think about maybe five areas that, that you want to work on. And I said, I'll give you some, some here that we're going to talk about and talk about what the Word of God surrounds those. And so let's get into them. Number one is the spiritual life. As I think about that, again, it's number one because it is number one. Our spiritual life, what we do, our life with God, it, we need to be specific about it. And I'll tell you, we ought to set appointments with God. How many times you go, I intend to do this, and you go and you go, oh, did you, oh, now I'll lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord must, we, we forgot. We, we, it's, it's when we put it on our schedule. We ought to schedule appointments with God. And again, guilty. Guilty to get to the end of the day sometimes and go, oh, God, I'm sorry. I didn't really, I didn't, I didn't spend the time that I, that I intended to. But we make God our first priority. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 says this. It says, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need and so as we think about that time our spiritual life our time with god we think about three different areas first of all we go god's word do you have a reading plan 
Have you, have you, maybe some of you, I know nowadays with the Bible apps that are out there and all things, you know, of course, we have a plan. We got one that we put out and uh, laminate and put out in the foyer for you guys to grab that we try to share as a church. But, but find a plan. Find something that will take you, whether it's take you through the whole Bible in a year, whether it's take you through the New Testament in a year, whether it's to read all the Psalms, whatever. Find a plan that works for you and, and begin that reading plan, that we, you, something that you could do daily. Not that, or maybe find something that's a topic. Maybe something you go, you know, for the month of January, I want to talk about faith and begin to look for ways that you could grow in God's word in that area. Number two would be prayer. Again, January 9th, we, we start 21 days of prayer and fasting. But what is your plan for prayer? And not only that, we want to bring every need to God. We want to pray first. Something we've rallied around year after year with our 21 days. And begin to make sure we're, we're making time, marking it out. Again, it, as the day rolls on, we begin to lose it. And I, again, there's times when I go, yes, God. I, I, hadn't, I hadn't taken the time. I, I haven't prayed like I want to sometimes, but I want to make it. I want to commit to that and continue to do that. Again, I say January, but we could do it at any point. We get down and go, you know what? I messed up February 1st, that 32 days later. God, I'm not doing as well. We can refocus and go back to that. And number three is worship. We're in our spiritual life, God's word, prayer, and worship. Not only we connect on Sunday mornings, but find a time that you can worship. Put on something while you're, while you're driving to work. Maybe while you're doing chores around the house. Maybe it's in family time where you gather the kids around or whatever, or you and your husband. Take time to worship. And so as we grow those things, that grows, number one, our spiritual life. Proverbs 3, 6 says this. It says, seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. He'll give us a plan for that. As we seek out what God wants, God will give us a plan to achieve that first point. Number two is family. I, I kind of grouped together. Relationships, family, friends, and just our relationships in general. You know, God has given you and I one another to share life with through ups and downs. I know as I look at on our group here, and again, talking to those online, there are people in my life, and I, I love, I love coming in and being able to talk and visit. Sometimes maybe a little too much. Lori's like, you ready to go? And she, don't make mistake, no mistake about it, Lori likes to visit as well. And so, but we enjoy, we enjoy sharing life with one another. That's what I, I love about our church is we, we could get out in our break. I think we could do about probably a 30 minute break in between there and just visit, never really be able to see, it, see one another. But it's, it's important that we grow that. Romans 12, 10 tells us this. Tells us this. It says, uh, love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. And so what we do, we pray for one another. We, we show love to one another through different, maybe it's giving them something. Maybe it's just taking time to listen. For husbands and wives, growing in your marriage relationship in this year. What are ways that you want to grow that? Parents, pouring in to the lives of your kids. Uh, Ecclesiastes remind us that two are better than one, and indeed it is. God didn't mean for us to be. It's why he created Eve for Adam. And so God meant for us to be with one another. And just like our relationship with God takes planning on purpose, our relationships with family and friends also. I, was, we were, I don't know where I heard this quote or where I just something came up was that if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't happen. Uh, if we think about that, it, we, we talk about, we visit with somebody, maybe it's on Facebook, maybe we see them in person, maybe we get a call suddenly go, you know, we need to get together. Let's, let's, plan, let's plan dinner together. And so if you don't put it on the calendar, guess what? Three months later, you go, you know, as you run into again, we were supposed to get together and we have not done that. And so prioritize that time. Maybe it's in small groups. We have a great... A group of a groups of small groups here at Victory. Maybe it's planning a meal together, which I always love. I always go, love going out to meal, meals with others because no, no better time you could have than sitting around with some food there. Or even a game night 
But just take time. I know as we would, as many of you probably, I was talking to some of you before during this Christmas Christmas weekend, whether it's you know Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or some days around it, spending time with family, it gets a little harder. Uh, as I went, we we have family in in uh, Hammond, and so I have a lot of Italian family, and so we have big gatherings. But as it's grown, the circle, I had a circle that was like this when I was a kid. And as I got married, the circle got a little bigger. As I had kids, it got a little bigger. And so we began to realize that circle's gotten really big, but you're only able to you know, focus. And so, yes, that circle out here is fun. It's enjoyable. I know I ran into cousins that had kids that I didn't know they had kids, but, you know, we began to work that. But, but focus, focus on those relationships. Because, again, God wants to use those relationships for us in doing that. Number three. Number three is ministry. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 through 11, it says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. God has given everyone in this room a gift. It is to serve. It, it may be, and I, granted, I'll say this, some of us in our job, some of it is the people that you're in your job, God has placed you there on purpose, and you have a ministry there to the people there. But God's also given us each abilities to do things, and God, there are things that, you're specifically designed for that is meant for you to grow his kingdom, whether it's here at Victory, whether it's out in the, the marketplace. But it, for us, it's about discovering what it is and how we could use it. God wants to use it. Every one of us in this room has a ministry in some way. It's about finding it. So I will challenge you, 2022, find it. Find what is that ministry. I will go right ahead. We would love to have any of you want to work in children's ministry. Come see me or Miss Lori right after. Anyway, shameless plug. But there's a place for you. And we want, you, you have a place that God wants to use you. Number four ties very closely to it. I kind of touched on it. And that is your work or your vocation. Colossians chapter 3, 23 is one of the verses I, I really cling to a lot. It reminds me, is that work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. I know sometimes when you, you got that boss, you got that person you're working with and you go, you know, I'm doing as unto the Lord. You grit your teeth and do things. God means for us. When we work, God puts us in particular places, like I said, to, to reach somebody that maybe nobody else can. God has placed you as a light in your workplace. God, God has a plan for you. Proverbs 21.5 says this, Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to, pro, to, to poverty. How we work is a part of the witness of what we are. Whether we you know, kind of slough off or goof off or whether, you know, we are showing that even in our work life, what we do, how we work, when others see us, they see the things we do and it's a part of, of our witness in there. And so work and vocation. Number five kind of goes back and number five is health. Getting back to that number one uh, uh, New Year's resolution that I talked about is our health. And so, you know, that's kind of a funny one. I said, again, this may not be your five, but it's five that kind of Touched on me. And, in, and this is this three, third John chapter 1, verse 2. It says this, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are health, as healthy in body as you are strong in, in spirit. We remember Jesus bore our sickness. He bore on the cross and his death on the cross. He bore upon himself his, our sickness and our disease. But that doesn't, that doesn't take responsibility out of our hands. We don't suddenly go, okay, Jesus, just heal me. Doesn't mean we eat whatever we want or we just kind of gorge on it. But we have a responsibility for our bodies. And again, one of the most common New Year's resolutions is to get in shape, improve our health. And I know as I get a little older, that gets a little harder. 
Uh, metabolism slows down. You don't get to eat whatever you want. You said, I can remember as a kid eating, you know, go to the seafood buffet and eat three plates. It, it, you know, just looking at a plate suddenly adds a couple pounds, right? But health, and one of those things I want to work on. And so these five areas, again, I gave you five, but think of your five. Next five days, let God show you other areas he may have for you. Verses, here's verses written by King David in Psalms, summarizes this really well. Uh, Psalm 37, 23 24 says this. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. God cares about our plans. God, God wants us. Every detail. He, he didn't let a little single thing go by that God's not focused on in our lives. He cares about those. One of the final reminders is this. Remember, as we submit our plans, this in the book of James tells us this. James 4, 13 through 15 says, Look here, you who say today or tomorrow we're going to a certain town, we'll stay there a year. We will do business there and make a profit. Next verse. Another verse. Oh, there's. How do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while and then it's gone. What you ought to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this or that. One other version in the, in the ESV, it says, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. If the Lord wills, you know, it's good to make plans as long as we leave room for God to change our plans. God, again, his goals take precedence over what we want. And so as we begin to go into this new year, begin to think about plans. Where do you want to be in 2022? God, God, has, God, God has control of your plans, but he wants you to kind of have a, a direction to go. And so I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that he puts upon us to want to succeed. As you think about this year, what, what is it? What is it that God has for you? One of the verse I pulled up, Paul gave three brief directions. If, if we didn't put anything else, these three would just lead us along the way. And he gave it to the, to the church in Thessalonica. Very common to you. First uh, Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. In three points. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful for all circumstances. For this is God's will. Remember, what is God's will for those who belong to Christ Jesus? God has a plan for us. And as we go into this new year, what is it that God lays in your heart? What, what is it? What, is, what, is, what does God have ahead for you? I know by faith that God has great things for each one of us. And it's going to be a great year. I know. I know that I know because I know God. And so, as we go in this year, I'm going to take a moment and just bow our heads and as we just go to God and begin to place God put in me. What is What are the things that I need to work on, God? What are some things that you have for me? God, I want to, I want to get uh, deeper in my love for you. God, I want to, I want to grow in, in my circle of influence. God, maybe it's, maybe it's I, want to, I want to grow in my relationships. I want to build things. Whatever it is, let God begin to speak to you the plans he has for you. Because he has great plans. So, Lord, we just put give to you, Lord. We just tell you right now, Lord, that we, we want our plans first and foremost. We know that you have a plan, God. And so, Father, we know that our plans don't succeed without your direction. We, don't, we, may, we may make a plan, God, that you order our steps. And so, Father, I pray right now for every one of us, Lord, that we would just put our hearts in line with yours, God. God, give us direction. Give us clarity as we prepare for a new year. Lord, we love you. I'm going to ask you one of the things. You know, we're, as we begin to think about plans, 
where is our plan going in our spiritual life? And that's the, that's the single most biggest part. Maybe our maybe your plan, as I say plans, I thought, my God, you, got, you know, I don't really have that spiritual plan. You know, Jesus came to earth for us. We just celebrated uh, Christmas, which was when he was born, but he lived a life. He lived a life, did ministry to eventually die on a cross, raise, be rose again for our sins for individually. And so maybe you're here, maybe you're here in the room or maybe you're online. And so the Bible says that if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, then God saves us. And so maybe you're here this morning, maybe you've never asked you never ask that of God. But, you know, as we prepare with five days to go in this year, I want you to start 2022 with that, that relationship that maybe you don't have right now. Again, I'm going to lead you in a little prayer. I'm not going to embarrass anybody. I'm not going to ask anybody to, to stand up, come to the front. But maybe that's you this morning. Maybe you say, Paul, you know, I really, I want to start my year. I want to ask Jesus. I've not made him a part of my life. In these last few days of this year, I want to make that. If that's you, wherever you are, raise your hand at me. Just real quick, just so I can pray along with you. Maybe if you're online, you could, you know, say, hey, I'm praying that or whatever it is. And so I remind it, Psalm 51, 12 reminds us to restore to me the joy of my salvation. Make me willing to obey you. For each of us, as I, as I take this time out, you know, I'm reminded, I begin to pray, God, thank you for that. So let's, let's join you. I'm going to ask from everybody, whether you raise your hand or not, that we would just say this prayer together as a reminder of our salvation. Say, dear Jesus, thank you. Thank you for coming to earth for me. You were born, you lived, you died, and you rose again. And you took my sins upon upon yourself. I ask you to forgive me. Live inside my heart. I confess you are Lord. I believe in my heart that you, you have saved me. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Again, if you said that prayer for the first time, and Jesus, he listened. That, that, that it, but it can't be just a prayer. It's not the words. It's, it's meaning it from your heart that God did that. And so for those of us that, that may have said it, we say it again. Let it remind you the refreshing of God inside of our heart. Restoring our salvation. Reminding us once again of what we asked of him. And so I ask if you made that decision, uh, whether you're online or not, there is a, um, we have a way to, to connect with you in some way. And it's, it is simply through, if you text the word SAVE to 665599. Uh, we'll give you next steps for that as you begin. There's uh, through our through victory, and so a great message there in points because God wants us to do more. Again, He has greater plans than just that that one uh, that one prayer we pray. He wants to do so much more in your life. It's going to be a great year again. Prayer for plans ahead. God has a great new year. And so for the rest of you, as we begin, I want you to think about your life ahead, following His plan, being deliberate, being intentional. Is what matters. Uh, one of the verse I put, Psalm 20, verse 4 says this, and I pray this over you this morning, is that may God grant your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. I pray that for you for this year, that everything you plan, that God, God, as he's at the center of it, that he makes your plans just flourish. And the things that you have in mind, that God begins to give you success in those areas. Let me pray for you as we leave today. Dear Lord, we just thank you, God. We, again, we thank you, Lord, that you planned from the very beginning. You planned for us. You planned for the world we live in. You planned for a future and eternity for us, God. And so, Father, we just thank you for your your plans from the very beginning. You were a planner. And so, Father, I pray for every person in here, God, every person that's joined us online. 
Lord, that as they seek after you, as they make plans, they begin to think about the year ahead. God, let them get, not get bogged down a little ways in if they fall off. But God, let them be able to pick back up at any point, God, knowing that your plans for them are perfect. You have a plan from the beginning. And God, I pray for success in everything they want to do this year, Lord. I pray that your hand of guidance upon them. God, I pray you pray that your word would flow through them, Lord. As we draw closer to you, God, we know 2022 will be another great year. We love you, Jesus. We ask it all in your name. Amen and amen.